How to guard your social circle from betrayal. Have you noticed that some people's lives seem to be consumed by drama, people stabbing in the back, baby mama is addicted to drugs, business partner steals from you. That's something that we want to avoid, right? So welcome in fam, much love, Traff here. Today I'm gonna go over a strategy on how to guard your social circle from betrayal. This is a strategy taught by Ty Lopez, but also put my own take on it. Add to it some things that I think that he missed. But I think it's a pretty good strategy. Welcome in fam, much love, Traff here. I think it's a pretty good strategy for preventing the wrong people from getting close to you, which can cause a lot, a lot, a lot of problems. Most of the problems that individuals have and that we feel are social problems, and they can be really bad. So what I find interesting about this strategy is that it's specific, it has steps. It's not something that I've seen other people recommend, other people talking platitudes. This is actually a step-by-step -step thing you can do. I learned this from a lot of Ty's free videos. I also signed up for all of Ty's programs through Black Friday. Uh, which is a pretty good deal. I'm not an affiliate. I'm going to talk about that in another video later on. Um, and in the foundations, he talks about this strategy of guarding your social circle. And I found this to be really helpful. I've been implementing it the past couple years. And one thing that I like about it is, uh, well, it's more about who things to look out for rather uh, to remove process of elimination. And you're left with good things. So I used to think, hey. I want people around me who are ambitious, who are hardworking, who are, you know, looking for these good traits. But he's saying, no, actually, you want to look for the bad traits to remove and whoever's left is good people. And really, all you want is just like jolly, low anxiety, fun people. They don't need to have like, be like amazing superstar. They just, you just want to have like, you know, kind of good people around you. So in order to do that, you need to look out for, he has four particular traits to look out for. I'm going to add in a fifth one. And these people, you want to be really careful about letting them get too close to you, whether that's a uh, business partnership, long-term relationship, teamwork, teammate, employee, anything. And then I'm going to tell you how to test for these things and how to observe. So the first negative trait to look out for is narcissism. Narcissism, Ty says, it's like insecure confidence. It's often manifested in people being really thin-skinned, um, sensitive, not good at receiving feedback. Also people not being, here we'll say like thin-skinned, no, not like feedback, um, and not reciprocal. You can see how you don't want to work with people who don't like feedback. That's a problem. You don't want to be in a relationship with people who are not reciprocal. You know, that sort of narcissism, there's different kinds of narcissism. I actually test high on narcissism. So, you know, how, and you're going to test yourself and find out your own flaws and your own problems. This isn't something that I can necessarily change. If you're a narcissist or narcissistic tendencies like me, the main thing is, just to be empathetic and kind and generous to other people and to realize, hey, I should not be thin-skinned, not like feedback. I've gotten a lot better at this, but you want to look out for narcissists. Narcissists have this, they're so, they're so self-important. Um, one thing Ty gives an example of is a narcissist can leave you, this is exact Ty Lopez, he says, narcissists can leave you waiting for weeks for a response, but then 
when they contact you, they're mad if you don't respond immediately because it's like, hey, it's me, you know. So because their their world is about them, so um, that's something that you got to test for. The second thing, to me, this is the probably to me this is the most deadly. Machia, uh, sorry, how do I spell Machiavelli? Machiavellianism. And I actually have the prints here. Let me grab this book. So Machiavelli, Nicola Machiavelli wrote this book, The Prince. Machiavellianism is like using people. This is all about like using people, political, um, plotting, sneaking, like people are tools, sort of a thing. To me, Machiavellianism is the worst one that you want to look out for having allowed Machiavellian people into my circle um, didn't, has not ended very well. If you hang on, we're gonna go through three more and we're, I'm gonna give you um, exactly how to test for this and how to look out for it. But yeah, Machiavellianism people are the sort of people who will smile to your face and stab you in the back. They're the sort of people who will use you for money or they're more likely to steal from you. Um, they're more likely to just be fake, just fake fucking people. So Machiavellianism to me, that's like probably the big one, the biggest one to be avoided. Um, number three is psychopathy. These three, Machiavellianism, narcissism, and psychopathy form the what's called the dark triad. Psychopathy is like no empathy. Like don't care, you don't care about other people. It's like, yeah, like, uh, um, yeah, that's basically the best way to describe it. It's like just not having like, you know, the normal emotions for other people, no empathy. So psychopaths can, they can appear to be good people and they can be fine and adapted in society, but um, they, it doesn't, you know, they're not going to cry when someone dies. They're, they're not going to, they're not motivated by emotions like we think of them. So, uh, this one I don't have the most experience with. Women are very rarely psychopaths. Men are occasionally psychopaths. Um, I haven't interacted with people who have scored really highly on, on psychopathy that I know of, but there's some people who I'm like, they're probably psychopaths and they're sort of take advantage of people remorselessly if it's comboed with Machiavellianism. So that's the third thing. Here's another thing to look out for. Anxiety. You don't really want highly anxious people in your circle because it's just going to cause you more stress, drama, bad emotions. You know, that's something um, I found useful. It's like you just want, you know, chill people, jolly people, people who are relaxed. You don't want high anxiety people in your circle. It will cause you anxiety. Don't want. So those are the four that Taya recommends looking out for. The fifth one that I'm on the lookout for is really important for me. Substance abuse. Substance abuse. Obviously, like drug addicts, drinkers, smokers. Um, well, 
it just causes erratic behavior. It causes erratic behavior. It causes impulsive behavior. Impulsive behavior. Declining health. It's a financial habit that's not good. You don't want substance abusers in your inner circle. It just causes too many problems. That's kind of obvious. Those are five things. Okay, narcissism, Machiavellianism, psychopathy, anxiety, substance abuse. So people, people can have a little bit of these things maybe. If they score very highly in them, then you, you have to consider guarding against it. Okay, so how do you find out about it? So what Ty recommends is before engaging in a partnership with someone, you have them take personality test. And I've done this. I think it's smart because people can be chameleons. They can sort of fake who they are for a long time, for months. Um, and you won't know until you've already invested with them. Um, you've already started a partnership or relationship with them and they've already come into your inner circle. Um, ideally, you can sense it earlier, but people are fucking you can be fucking fake and you don't know until later when their true personality emerges. So if you can test them and see their personality test, people are generally pretty true on this. So the first one, the dark triad test, this is free. It takes like 10 minutes. It tests for narcissism, psychopathy, and um, Machiavellianism. So that's the first test. You have people say, hey, can you take this personality test? You know, if it's so I can employ, like, hey, I want to know about you, or someone you're going to work with, like, a relationship, let's get to know each other, right? The other one, Hexaco is really cool. You get a lot more information there. Hexaco will show you sincerity. If you identify, like, if people score well on sincerity, they might be lying to you, right? Or uh, also on Hexaco is anxiety. You can see people's anxiety scores on there. There's also positive ones you can look out for, like diligence, prudence, um, stuff like that. And then also Hexaco, you can learn more about compatibility by seeing extroversion levels, um, sociability levels, and stuff like that. But for this, we're just talking about sincerity and anxiety. Um, and then the third one that I would recommend looking at is social media. So, um, Dark Triad and Hexaco will, will tell you about the main five, four things, but not the fifth thing, which is substance abuse. So social media can tell you a lot about substance abuse because if people drink, they usually have a lot of pictures drinking. Or if they smoke, they'll, you know... That's a way to observe. It's like if someone's like always drinking all the time in their social media, maybe we should go with somebody else, right? So yeah, it's kind of like, is it unfair or it's mean? It's your circle. You get to be selective. You get to choose. You should choose who's in your circles. If you remove all the people who are highly narcissistic, highly Machiavellianism, high psychopathy, high anxiety, substance abusers, you're pretty much left with like normal good people. 
and that will prevent the betrayal and the drama and the backstabbing and the getting stolen from and cheated on and lied to and all that. And uh, what to look out for with the Dark Triad, scores over like 60, it's out of 100, especially, um, you want to look out for Hexaco, if Sincerity is one, it's probably a flag, right, if Anxiety is high, like four, one to two, four to five, maybe, maybe not the best. And you look at those scores, and you're going to get a lot of useful information that could have taken you a long time to figure out because people are pretty good at putting on a, a sh their best foot for a long time. But like I said, you also learn about yourself. Like I said, I'm score high on narcissism. It's something I need to manage. But, and that's also why this isn't the end all be all. You know, maybe someone is high in one, but other than that, they're good. And be like, okay, no one's perfect. This could be okay. To me, this is this is the one. Everything else can be good, but if you're a substance abuser, you're not going to be in my inner circles. I hope you found that useful. Um, let me know what you think in the comments down below. Hit that subscribe, that like, turn on the bell. If you want more content like this, let me know. If you have anything to add to this, I'd like to hear it as well. Uh, appreciate you. If you haven't clicked on the link and got my free ebook and um, checked out my books, you should do that. Some mentoring opportunities. So much love and look forward to hearing what you have to say. Talk to you soon.